Welcome to Not Another Podcast featuring Jade and MJK. This is Not Another Podcast with Jade. I'm MJK. And this is where we discuss all things pop culture. All things pop culture. Fuck has a return button. No. Welcome to episode three of Not Another Podcast with two T's. I'm uh, MJK, this is Jay. We're here to be doing stuff about pop culture and whatnot, even though we've already got an intro. Hashtag season two. Season two in the bag. bag Today, what are we what is our weekly topic? So this week, because uh, this week Captain Marvel will be being released, so we thought we'll just reflect on phase one of the MCU. So we'll be talking about the Phase 1 movies for Marvel. Nice. We'll also hit up a bit of news and gossip. We'll take a question from one of our listeners. Talk about trailers and also what else is out this week other than Captain Marvel. Yes. So let's get to it. What did you watch this week, Ooh, MJK? That is a good one. So just carrying on from the theme of last week, I've been really enjoying my Billboard Burr comedies again. Rewatch Value is amazing, so I watched Bill Burr's I'm Sorry You Feel That Way, and I think it is my all-time favourite comedy routine, favourite stand-up ever. You can find it on Netflix, if you've never heard of Bill Burr, he is, I guess, an anger comic? <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, he's just a, an angry guy from Boston, well that's how he's Boston. perceived anyway, that's that's his routine, that's his shtick, it's, it's great, he talks about a lot of great topics, uh, that one's from 2015, and I genuinely think it's, well for me anyway, it's my favourite comedy routine of all time. I rewatched a few, uh, few silly comedies, uh-huh. Pineapple Express and oh god, uh, and Basketball. Basketball, your yeah. mom. Yeah, I had a f- wow. A few nights on the sauce and I did some, <laughs> some real stupid shit. I also watched uh, Daddy's Boy, I think it's called, with Adam Sandler. Is that what it's called? Oh, that's my boy. That's my oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I have not seen that one. That's actually not bad for a stupid Sandler comedy. It's 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 pretty brilliant. And uh, I watched Fist Fight, which isn't worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube and Charlie Day. Oh. Don't ever watch it. And uh, I've been listening to a lot of Ramstein lately. Ramstein. Nine. <laughs> I just got back on the bandwagon for some oh, I just love their riffs. Their riffage is yeah. it's perfect because as much as they change, it's still very similar. Yeah. And uh, their music videos are fucking uh, next level. Plus their performances, oh, their I, live shows. I need to put on my bucket list to mm. see them before I die. Hopefully they're, they're still all. performing? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mostly in Europe, then. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah. If they do an Australian tour, I will literally... I'll go with you. <laughs> I'll find a way. I'll... Yeah. Um, yeah. Hire a bus or something. Well, Eminem well, was just in Melbourne over last weekend. Yeah. Um, so my brother went over there for his birthday. That's um, nice. Eminem never comes to... Adelaide. No. Adelaide. He's oh, been two times Melbourne now. Some people try, and then they don't sell tickets, and then they mm. never come back. And most, right. most companies book... They, they come mm. through the same booking people through right. Adelaide or in Australia and they go, don't go there because no one pre- pre-buys tickets. Uh, and that's what it is. Okay. No one does pre-sale. And Hilltop Hoods were the opening act, so that's pretty cool. The Hilltop Hoods? Yeah. That's good for them. <laughs> Not for Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I uh, I watched Breaking Bad Season 2, so I'm really in the nice, thick of that. you really are sticking with that. Yeah, I was up to 2am last night to finish watching it, so it was really oh good. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need to get too much into that, because... And how is Red Dead Redemption going? I mean, that's still getting a third playthrough. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I'm coming towards the end of Chapter 2, so the game's in chapters. Uh, <laughs> and I'm really, I'm really pushing the bastard thing. <laughs> so you've got the option to greet people or antagonise them. <laughs> So we just set up camp in uh, and chapter just two, and I was antagonizing the shit out of everybody, and I was telling them they're worthless and all this shit. And then all of a sudden, it cuts to black, and um, I'm knocked out outside of the camp. <laughs> <laughs> and I did what? I didn't know that was something that happened. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great because it's like I was abusing people, and uh, you just hear people like, "Oh, come on now, there's no need for that." No and then that. as you keep antagonizing, you just hear people like, "Shut up!" And then. <laughs> Fade to black, and then it's I'm just passed out on the outside. Does it make the game harder for you uh, to be a bastard, or it's just no? Well, because it just drives the storyline in different ways. Like waking up, wise, like because he's kind of semi-neutral. Like he's yeah. kind of he's playfully antagonistic, I mm-hmm. guess. But when he antagonizes, that you press that button, mm-hmm. he goes, "You're a yeller," 
you know, or, mm-hmm. oh, you sure are ugly. And it sounds <laughs> aggressive, but when it's the cut scenes, like, to build a story, he might say something, but it's it may be kind of antagonizing, but everyone takes mm-hmm. it playfully. So at this point, it hasn't, but mm-hmm. seeing I'm killing everyone and everything that I can, it does make life a little more difficult yeah. because you get your wanted level goes up. Yeah, because I was just thinking of, like, GTA, when you start yeah. getting a wanted level, that doesn't make things easier for no, you. No, it doesn't. But if you wear your mask and shit, like... And there are ways around shit, it. Then, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Like, it's it's been good. But I think it's, it's changing me as a person with all this bastardry. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Have you become a bastard yourself? Yeah, like, I was at work the other day, and I was like, um. you sure are yellow. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh my god! I'm, I'm, yeah, playfully antagonistic, just like just like Arthur. So. <laughs> yeah. How about oh you, Jade? You're still super busy. Yeah, I really haven't. I haven't watched any movies. Um, I haven't been to the movies. There's nothing new on Netflix. So I'm still continuing on with Designated Survivor. Sticking to that. Still loving right that and its pace. Um, and then. Supergirl just came back the other week. It had been off for a couple of weeks with the Super Bowl and some other big event in the US. So I've been missing it for a couple of weeks. So I was just happy to get that back. How are you going with Titans? Titans, slowly, because I'm still watching that with, with Luke. So ah. we have to both be home and right. in, in the mood to watch that. So And Punisher? Punisher... Not quite finished. One to go. One to go. <laughs> Almost there. That's my good? plan. It's good. Tomorrow. Yeah. Because I've still is. only watched the one episode because Breaking Bad's taken my life over again. Oh. And Rumstein. Maybe like just stick to season two of a Punisher before, like concentrate on one thing at a time. Fuck you. Okay, I'm fine. doing what I want. God damn it. Can I ask you as well? Have yeah. you seen or are you going to watch <laughs> Doom Patrol? Doom Patrol? Yeah, you don't even know what it is, nope. do you? All right, well... Explain. It's something that we'll talk about another day. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to <laughs> it we've seen it. Yeah, well, yeah, I've got... There's nothing I can really say about it. Yeah. The posters, I think it's attached to DCU. I don't know. <gasps> That'd be cool. But obviously, yeah, I'm well, just saying... It's not DCU, but it's a TV show. So oh, it's okay. DC TV. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I'm just staying on top of my, my dailies. But uh, hopefully I get to the movie soon and see something or watch something on Netflix. That well, would be surely good. you're gonna get in and see old C Marvel, Captain. Oh, one hundred percent keen for that. Definitely, yeah, excited to see that. And that's obviously something that's out this week. So we'll mention that later. <laughs> um, but now we're gonna go to some news and gossip. Gossip. Some celebrity gossip. Anything pertaining to TV and film. Or not. Um, last week we mentioned Fast and Furious was pushed back two weeks, which is not too much to complain it's about, nothing. really. It is nothing. However, James Bond has been pushed back two months, still featuring Daniel Craig. I'm like still thinking they were up in the air of like recasting a new person, but this now is, this has got Daniel Craig. Is this so his fifth or sixth? Is it? Yeah, I'm going to say fifth. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought fourth, but fifth. Nah, he's definitely okay. in four. So is this his final one then? I do not know. That is a rhetorical question. Okay. Because I don't well, have the I'm answer, s- and I don't know if you do. So. I don't. I don't really do 007. No, I've seen the formula is well, something I just don't get into. Yeah. You know. That's fair. Like I guess I'll see it just because I have seen all the Daniel Craig ones. I've seen all the Pierce Brosnan, and who was in between? Before Pierce. Before I think, Craig. Uh, wait. Before Craig. Arthur no, no, Brosnan. Pierce. Pierce was. It was okay. Cool. That's just because that's when I was growing up, like when yeah. I could actually watch it. So yeah. I just don't believe Pierce Brosnan is 007. I just don't. He's, yeah. He's always going to so be the guy in Mrs. Doubtfire. That bastard dating the mom. Yeah. How dare he? How dare you still say um, you feel that way? Yeah, speaking of that. Uh, well, not speaking of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what Sally <laughs> film news do you have? Please. Ben Affleck has Jesus, recently that officially resigned from the role of Batman. He just, yeah, he just didn't want to stick with that. Um, See, that takes back to what we were talking about last yeah. week. It feels like the DCU is almost identical to the comic books where, because they're still going ahead with this The Batman movie. Mm, a younger Batman. Yeah, it's still, the Robert, like, Robert you can, Hansen, you can get a comic book where there's, like, 
salt and pepper Batman. You can get a comic book where there's baby Batman. Mm-hmm. And you can get, like, old man Batman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Batman so, was a decent old man Batman. I, used to, I, I was calling him a salt and pepper Batman. Ah, uh, okay. You know, mid-range, kind of going yeah. gray, you know. Is George Clooney, Clooney a salt and pepper? Yeah, he would have yeah. been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Um, Get Keaton back. He's just old man Batman. He'd be brutal. I'd love that. Yeah. That, yeah. That Keaton could, is the best. That'd be interesting. I fucking love Keaton. Doesn't he get... No, well, who was it? He gets rated as the worst all the time. Clooney. <laughs> it's Clooney. Yeah, well, that it movie was, but I think yeah. Kilmer was rated the Kilmer worst was Batman. Kilmer was the right. But the Kilmer one, was the other Batman name. and Robin was rated the worst Batman movie. However, if you look at it, what it was, it was basically a kids movie. It's pretty good for what it is. Mm, I, don't, I didn't mind it, but I was watching it as a kid, so that might have something yeah, exactly. to do with it. But you need to watch it at, like with the kid mentality. Like, it's a kids movie. Like me, I hate on the new Ninja Turtle movies, but they're for kids. So yeah. kids enjoy them, muzzle tough. Mazel Yeah. Um, we Lots do have some other links here. The first one being, you've just spoken about Breaking Bad. You had some info about yes. possible movies. So Vince, the Mr. Creator, Vince Gillen, is, he's keeping everything under wraps, but there is the sequel slash movie in the works, which the only confirmed slash unconfirmed cast member is uh, Aaron Paul, who plays Jesse Pinkman. Oh, yes. And uh, they started production at the end of last year, 2018. Mm-hmm. And so just the insider experts, quote-unquote, are predicting an end of 2019 release at earliest. Right. So it's happening. They're keeping everything under wraps, as mm, they did they with will. the TV show. Yeah. <clears throat> which is good. I'd hate to have a trailer or, like, some fucking leaked trailer pop up too soon and just mm. life be ruined. Ruin it, yeah. yeah. As a lot of trailers do these days, and we've kind of discussed that at some point. And a segue and link to our weekly topic of Phase 1 MCU, they're still going ahead with the the TV series for Loki and Vision and Scarlet Witch, and they've just locked in the Rick and Morty writer. Did I say writer or director? It would have been one of the writers. Yeah, writers. They've locked him in. For writing for Loki, Loki. pilot, correct? Yeah, right. Loki pilot and co-executive producer and creator. So that's interesting. <laughs> the funny part is when you read Thomas Hiddleston rumored to play. You're like, should it, it's not going to be anyone else? Yeah, please. Wasn't the idea that they're casting these same actors yeah. into these roles but for television? And I know you have a lot of reservations about. I just this. don't want TV shows. Yeah. For those characters, because. Not against those characters. No, just, no, no, no. Like it any, might not do any justice. Characters, yeah. If if they went to the uh, Chris Evans and said, "Look, Cap, mm. we're going to be doing ten part mini mm. long series, ten part standalone series, mm. so we can get like a broader look at you with doing shit." I'd hate that. And I mm. love the Captain mm. America movies. Well, yeah. I like Winter Soldier and yeah. Civil War, but. Keep them as two hour, two and a half hour movies. You can yeah. tell the story, and you can, you know you can do an ensemble cast. Yes. So having basically two ensemble characters like a Vision and a Scarlet Witch. Yes, I'd love to know more about the characters, mm. but just give them a two hour movie. Yeah. I know most people. You can say, oh, they, no one will want to watch it because they're maybe not the most popular characters. But see how it goes. Ant Man stood the test. A lot yeah. of people are like, who the fuck wants to see an Ant? Those are some of the best movies they've released mm-hmm. in the MCU. God, I'm and it's like, should these people too take offense to the fact that they're being offered a TV show and not yeah. a movie? Yeah. So to me, you offer a TV show maybe to the character of Luis from Ant Man, which is yeah. not painted, because it's like, I'd love to see how he goes day to day, you know? Or what, I guess what worked well having um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as its own series. Yeah, correct. That, yeah. Because it's an um, ensemble cast, works well over a longer course of time. You know, and they did some great things. Like, they got Samuel L. Jackson to guest on there. Yeah, they did. It's it just did. like, you could occasionally do that with some of the big-time characters. But whatever. Um, we'll see how it happens. It might be better than what we think, I'm but... I'm not thinking it'll be bad. No. I just don't... I don't want to... You don't embrace it yet. No, yeah, I can't. I'm just... Yeah. I'm just very interested to see how that maps out. And that'll obviously be through the Disney streaming service that we discussed about uh, our first episode this season. So it's, yeah, going to be very interesting. Yeah, well, that's that's a word, all right. Interesting. This week we are discussing Phase 1 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, MCU. That includes six titles. 
dating back to 2008. Correct. Alright, so I'll list what they were in chronological order and we will discuss them from there and any such order that we want, I guess. <laughs> and then we'll discuss the box office and I'll ask you a question. So I've done a bit of research on that. Oh yeah, Captain Research. Captain El Capitano Research over here. I should That's really cool. find out the Spanish word research. Research. That would work a whole Capitano. lot better. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but number one was, everyone knows, the first one was Iron Man 2008. Tony Stark, played by Robert Downey Jr. Number two was The Incredible Hulk, played by Edward Norton. Does count within this. Most definitely does. And uh, that was obviously the Hulk's origin story, not the Eric Banner stuff we'd seen prior. Number three, and it's funny to go, oh, we've already got another Iron Man movie, mm -hmm. was Iron Man number two in 2010. Uh, Incredible Hulk was the same year as the first Iron Man. And Iron Man 2, notably the first appearance of Black Widow, aka Natasha Romanoff, played by Scarlett Johansson. Number four was Thor, one year later, 2011, our intro to Hawkeye. So we start getting excited with these intro to characters. Mm -hmm. Number five, Captain America, the first Avenger, 2011. So the same year. Well, actually two months apart. Yeah, two Thor months. Thor was May, Captain America was July. Right. Yeah. So in that order, but only by two months. That might be one of the closest gaps that there is, actually. Yeah, they did that, I think, last year with Avengers and Ant-Man. Right. That was very close as well. Same with this year. I think Captain Marvel and Avengers are very close. But anyway. They are, sure. like, a uh, couple of months. Um, and obviously, first Avenger, because that is set in World War Two, And that um, ends with the Avengers 2012, which, put, which puts... Iron Man, the Hulk being recast by Mark Ruffalo, uh, Captain America, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Nick Fury, Nick Fury all together. Obviously, Nick Th Fury is all through that. Out mm -hmm. that, Stan Lee He's, cameos yeah. are all throughout that. And we have in Thor, we had an intro to Loki as well, and so he becomes the big bad for the Avengers, one of the big bads. And they ask him, why do they call him Big Bad? And he goes, because my bad is big. That's <laughs> <laughs> MJK throwing an end of watch reference there in the middle of Phase 1 MCU. Um, so that is what is classed as Phase 1. They have four phases now, correct? They are up phase, to Phase 4. They're up to Phase 4. Um, and so this is where it all began for us, and they even started with an Iron Man, the, the end credits. Yep. The post-credit scene, which... Which they took a risk with, but is now what people yeah, look so that forward was, to. Yeah, so that was something as simple as him getting home, and Nick Fury's there wanting yeah. to talk about a new, new thing. Saying so, something. <laughs> yeah, so basically the whole point of Phase 1 was to build towards the first Avengers of movie. Of course, of course. Which is why they had the post-credits thing with Nick Fury. Mm -hmm. However, they, like you said, took the risk with that. Yeah. Because they already knew that they were going to be doing The Incredible Hulk. Good. But they didn't know how the success of Iron Man was going to go. No, Which is huge. why there was two years between movies. Mm -hmm. So I think every year since there's been at least one more. There has movie. to be with that, with that only being 10, 11 years ago and then now being 20 films. Yeah. It's been yearly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was, that was that. And then they were like, oh, this is a success. And they took the ball with it and were like, let's make, let's make lemonade. Let's make this happen. Mm. And they ran with it. They've definitely, they've changed cinema... For for them alone, to me, they're doing everything right. I think the yeah. lowest rated movie in Phase 1 was Captain America First Avenger, mm -hmm. um, which still wasn't all that low. I think it was like a 6.8. Right, in terms of ratings, yeah. And yeah. everything else was in the mid-7s, and I think Avengers was like 8.5 or something ridiculous. And the Avengers was, as you said, what everything had been leading up to. So it was huge. It yes. was crazy cool to see them all together. And I think something that Kevin Feige did which he's been a producer for every Marvel movie, I believe, mm -hmm. or at least been part of the production Majority. team, that he's always gotten on board great writers and great directors. Mm. So John Favreau, yeah. someone who you like... Directed Iron Man, right? Both the first two. Yeah. And your boy, Justin Thurlow, wrote the second one. Yeah, he did. So just knowing that, and then you get on board, and then you get to the point of the Avengers movie, mm. and you see Joss Whedon Josh wrote Whedon. and directed... And so cool. You just look at that and you go, that's perfect. Yeah. Because he's he's written for Marvel before. Like yeah. A few X-Men comics, Astonishing X-Men, which mm -hmm. he did great work in. Nice. And of course, we, we, we're we both huge Joss fans. Yeah. You know, Firefly is one of my favorite shows of all time. And, Off he's up there for me. Yep. And, you know, he's, to me, 
he could have done no wrong in that movie and he exceeded mm. that. Like, mm. it, wasn't, it wasn't just good. It was great. And they did everything right. They didn't litter it with too many characters. No. And it was no. good. But I think I've, I've jaw-jacked enough. You've got all your stats and shit there, you nerd. Yeah, well, I looked up um, ranking of the Marvel films, Faye, well, all of them, and then I looked at where they fit for phase one in terms of how they rank at the box office. Right. Right. Big. So I'm going to ask you, of these six from phase one, which do you think was rate, had the biggest income at the box office and the lowest? Avengers would have been the biggest. Correct. Of and these six. Yes. Interestingly, it's still number two in the entire list. Yeah, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. And I think the, the latest Avengers was number one now. Correct. Right? In, yeah. Infinity War is currently number one yeah. at the box office. Because this this is the whole thing, like which is, again, smart, building towards these Avengers movies, which are happening every two, three years yep. now. Uh, well, Infinity War and Endgame mm-hmm. are only a year apart. But you get people who are just Iron Man fans. You get people yep. who are just... Hulk fans, you get people who are just thought, etc. So on and so on. And then you put it, put them all together and you get people who oh. like all of them and are definitely going to see them, plus all those people who definitely. just like them. And that's why you're going to get the Got a big one. audience, yeah. exactly. Um, I'm going to take What do you think was the least? I'm going to say... The lowest, sorry. Can I say one of two and you say if I'm correct that one of them's right and then I'll take a guess? Interestingly, one of them was number 20. So one of these six has the lowest at the box office of all 20 films. I'm going to say First Avenger and Incredible Hulk, one of those two. Am I correct? You are. And I'm going to say First Avengers. No. It was Hulk. The Hulk was number 20 and First Avenger was 19. Oh, so close. (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? A lot of people do reference First Avenger and go, I got bored with it, or... I just... For me, the more I watch it, the more I like it. Yeah. But I think, first watch-wise, you're just looking at it and going, oh, this is... It's a slower... What are we even watching? slower build, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so far out of the realm of what everything's happening. And then at the end is basically the best part. Yeah. When you see that he's in, you know, current time. He's in the present. Yes. Because he is my favourite Avenger. Really? Yeah, I love Captain America. Really? Well, you think about that. It's funny because I like Wonder Woman on that end and Captain America on the end. They're both very much about uh, right. justice and. Well, they're also from they're the past. Very, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that World they're War One and Two era. <laughs> yeah, very big naps. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then just to, as an FYI, next on that list, number eighteen, was Thor. First Thor. Yeah, first thought. That kind of doesn't surprise me, but being... Just because it's so early on, number yeah. four. Well, that's, that's something I wanted to talk whole... about with the early MCU nice. films and the, the movie covers, the Blu-ray covers. You yeah. look at them, they're all very simple. Mm-hmm. You've got maybe just the, the character yep. on the cover, that's it. That's all they were selling. Mm-hmm. Then you get to the sequels and then the Phase 2 covers and they're more animated and more in your yep. face and now they're associated with Disney they're just pretty they're mm-hmm. big bright even with the darker films like to me Thor Ragnarok was dark but mm. also presented super pleasantly yes and also hilarious hilarious so uh, we'll, we'll get to that phase eventually but phase one films I think seeing it was the starting point mm-hmm. and probably a lower budget for yeah. all the way That's around right. uh, production as well as cover art and all that mm-hmm. kind of shit and you kind of I remember a lot of people saying when you know because Downey Jr., this was basically his re-emergence. Yeah. He was a risk, quote-unquote, in Definitely. Hollywood, but he was still kind of an A-grader. Yeah, oh, 100%. Edward Norton, always been an A-grader. Yeah. And then, who the fuck is Thor? Like, yeah. who's Chris who's Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth? Where, for me, I was like, that's Australian pride. That's our boy. Even though I hated him in Home and Away. <laughs> oh, why would you like him in that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, you've got... The other characters, like, you get Scarlett Johansson in his Black Widow, and you're like, mm. hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy Renner, to me, I've, he's kind of slumped a bit lately, but he was going through a golden era when he got cast as Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just you think about it like that. And then you've got yeah, Chris yeah. Evans. It's just like, really? The, the guy who traditionally plays a meathead? You want him to hey, be Hey, he's Captain our boy Murphy? from Not Another yeah, Teen that's Movie. Yeah, I mean, you know? for the podcast. And it's just like, so to me... It, it's not surprising that a no-name at that point in Chris Hemsworth, mm. that movie would have been low on the box office. Yeah, and that, that's fair. Because and Thor's first, huge in comic books. Yes. He's epic. Like, everyone and then you have Thor Girl, which is cool. I've read the first one of that. And a lot, big part of going back to First Avenger was a lot of it was a love story as well, which we haven't really oh, yeah. seen. 
She had Agent Carter. Peggy. Who ended up having her own... I don't think it lasted more than two, three seasons. I think it was... Well, it might have been three, but I think... Yeah. I definitely... I've watched most of the first season. For whatever reason. Maybe they just don't like that World War II era. Probably. That's a common thread there. Maybe it was too expensive to produce. Um, The next lowest at 16 was Iron Man. And it's the first one, so it doesn't surprise what? Oh, wait, as in the box office? Yeah, at the right. box office. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Also, so it's again. the first film. It's 16th on the list in terms of its income at the box office. So wait, Avengers obviously was the highest one. Of and these six. What one are we missing? So Iron Man 2 was... Iron Man 2 is at 14. There we go. Yeah. So you've got... And that's where we finish with those six. Basically 2, 14, 16... 18, 19, 20. 20. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Yeah. Um, and we'll obviously discuss maybe where the others fit into that when we, get when to we to look at the other phases. Yeah, because it's quite interesting to see what fits where. But yeah, the Avengers, the combination of all of those films and all of those characters still ranked number two. And you've got a lot to love about that film. And even Loki, there's another element to love about that film. Yeah, well, that's something I want to talk about. Um, we'll go through chronologically, I think, is... Mm-hmm. Um, the supporting cast yeah. for these movies. They've always been... I remember them. <laughs> they've always been... Well, I'll go from memory. Yeah. But Iron Man, obviously, you've got Jeff Bridges. You've got... Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow is the one that comes to mind there. Yep. Yeah. Because um, that's a big name. She's already an Oscar winner at this yes. point. And Jeff Bridges is... Jeff Bridges Consistently is, reliable. He's, yeah. you know, the big Lebowski. And he just got honoured at the... Of course he did. Golden Globes. Yeah. He's brilliant, you mm-hmm. know. So that's... To me, that's... Kind of, it's not like a heavyweight cast, but it's no. familiar faces. Yeah. Then in Incredible Hulk, you've got Norton. You've got, um, is it William Hurt, who plays the general? Yeah. Um, Stephen Tyler's daughter, what's her name? Liv. Liv Tyler. you got Liv Tyler. Yeah, that was a big name. Can I just go back to like, Iron Man and that? So I remember there was an article out, a couple of articles and news out about the fact that Iron Man had Gwyneth Paltrow, the Hulk had Liv Tyler, and Batman the Dark Knight Rises had and Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. And there was this thing of like that I didn't realise, like, but these not typically... Um, Box office, big action movie type people, like more of the art house. Yeah, independent these independent movies. actresses coming through into these blockbusters. Who traditionally choose yeah. to do the independent role. That, so. that was happening at the time as well. Yeah, I remember that being a huge thing because they were like, well, how are they kind of doing this? You mm. know, like, what's so appealing to it? So, And uh, for me as well, Tim Roth in Tim Roth, yeah, yeah. Um, I like him as a villain. I think he played that pretty well. And then again, you got Iron Man 2, so you've got everyone we talked about. Gwyneth was there again, yeah. you got Scarlett Johansson. She comes into it. Sam Rockwell. Doesn't he say, I want one? Yeah, yeah, of course <laughs> so he sees her, and I saw her, and I went, oh, she became my favourite so quickly. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, she's balls. That was the first female hero. Like, they're, they're all males, and obviously Captain Marvels are coming out this week, and it's the first female lead that we're getting in all this. Black Widow's coming out. They are filming for that at the moment. Yep, which so, is cool. Then. Yeah. Looks like it's going to have that uh, a decent rating. Oh, I'm sorry. Like you're keen for that. Yeah. Real keen. And uh, just to wrap up Iron Man 2, we also had Mickey yeah. Rourke when he was yeah. going through his... Yeah, comes in as the big bad. Yeah, yeah. With a sick accent. <laughs> and you can't pronounce bird. Beard. <laughs> your beard? Your beard on your face now. And then, yeah, Thor. Mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Cat Denny. Cat Denny. I love that dynamic. That was so fun for me. And Mr. Hiddleston. Yep. You know, um... Friggin' And we're seeing Jeremy as well. Hawkins, yeah. Yeah, far out. Um, Captain America, you've got Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, wow. God, I can't. It's, it's been on my list to yeah. rewatch for ages. Get the first Avenger, so uh, I do not remember. Friggin' and Sebastian Stan, obviously, but he wasn't like a big name. Back yeah, then. yeah. And then obviously, Marvel's The Avengers, I don't think there was anyone brand new in that, but those supporting no. cards were pretty impressive. And that's and of just. Of course, Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. up in. All of them? Uh, I think one point or maybe another? one he wasn't in. Mm, not sure which one. Uh, if it was any, he wasn't in Thor. If any of them he wasn't in Thor. Yeah, don't recall him being in that. Yeah, that's the only one I can think of. But I can't say for sure because I can't remember. Yeah. The, actually, I do kind of remember the end credit scene. Anyway, have you got any more to add? <laughs> no, just that there, I did watch when uh, Stan Lee passed away. Uh, I did watch that someone compiled all of his cameos together in one clip 
chronologically, and it includes other films that X-Men, forget about as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, that don't fit into the Spy, to the, the MCU. Yeah. So that's quite a fun compilation. I think it was like 15 minutes worth, but they really, some of them are just real short, blink and miss. Yeah. Then others, he's actually got a line or two to say. <laughs> but that's quite a fun watch, but something we're just not going to get anymore, which sucks. I'm, a sh- I'm not sure if he will appear in Captain Marvel, which is out this week. Well, As a cameo, he would have wrapped well before. Yeah, same yeah. with Endgame. That would have wrapped mm. well before. They so could passing. possibly appear again this year in a couple of those films. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favourite of those six? It changes constantly because it's kind of like me with uh, with most. You know, if you group something together, like Tarantino movies, mm. it's almost always going to be pop fiction, but. A lot of the time, like, Django will be my favourite or Hateful Eight will be my favourite, like, at the time. So I think at this moment, I think Thor's my favourite. Yeah, I was going to say that that was unexpected. I didn't expect, for example, the humour within yeah. that. I mean, they all have their humour. That's what makes them yes. so good. Yes, But, yeah. It's a good mix of action humour. But I just, him, he was the first character that comes from his world to a different world. That's true. So, like, when he's... Having a drink, oh, and he goes, yeah, Thank so you, I'll have another. And he throws <laughs> it on the ground. Like, what are you doing? And it's in these exact moments that we're realizing, Oh, this guy makes sense as Thor. Yeah. Who is he? But we love him. Yeah, he's just some. It all started clicking for everyone. I think mine's probably The Avengers. See, sure. Same, like, because I, I think that's an easy rewatch as well, just because, mm. again, blending them all together, it's still something you can appreciate. You yeah. just look at it and you go, oh, man, this is great. This is the first time they're hanging out and all this kind of stuff. And seeing in the Avengers as well, I didn't realise how much I needed Mark Ruffalo as the Incredible Yeah, yeah. Like, I love Edward Norton, but Mark Ruffalo is... This almost, is the first time we're seeing him yeah. as that character and too. So like, Are we going to buy this? Because the other two haven't worked out so well. Yeah, and he's almost perfect. Yeah, like, does he is he going to get a standalone film? I think the closest thing you'd get would be what happened in Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah, but that was obviously Thor Ragnarok, but it was kind of like the comic book, like Hulk World or whatever it was. And I do like that you have these other characters, because Black Widow appears in um, um, Winter Soldier. Correct. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, I need that. And so good. it doesn't fall into Phase 1, but these are characters that are introduced in Phase 1 and yeah. are important to the well, Avengers. Like Falcon had a brief moment in Ant-Man and, um, you know, Mm. Uh, I can't think of anything else at this point, but you do get those cool moments where they, like, broadly yeah, cross yes. over. There was, who, who's, is it Captain America and Winter Soldier's walking down the runway from the plane and then someone appears real quickly beside him and then disappears real quick as well. I can't remember who that was, but you're right, they really would take another character and put him in a second knowing that it has a lot of value. Mm-hmm. And the thing we always have to look forward to are the end credit stuff and it, all of the Easter eggs that get thrown into yes. them that hint to yes. the upcoming they, films. You, all the comics. You really watch, like just in Thor, for example, mm-hmm. when they're in the, um, like his, the, the dungeon trophy room or whatever, yeah. so for the, the things they've slain and you see the, the Infinity Gauntlet for the first no, time. No, that's so early on. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's referenced in Ragnarok when... Um, Hela, is that her name? Captain. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Um, her character's, you know, walks up to it and goes, it's a fake. And it's just like, uh, ah. <laughs> so obviously, it? you know, uh, Thanos has his gauntlet, you know? Like, it's, you look at it and you go, oh, how are they going to wrap this up? And it's like, well, it's as simple as that. It's just so you smart, know? the way they were Odin, able to get this Odin going. bullshitted everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not who I say I am, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, phase one rule, man. Phase one's pretty good. It just set the tone and just gave us something we hadn't had before. And it just kept getting more epic, you know. Like, 100%. Again, Avengers deserves to be second yeah, to the box office just because, again, it was the first time they ever tried something like that on such a scale. Yeah. And can... I do love the opening sequence to that of them all being sort of getting the call, the call up to regroup yeah. and come together. When, uh, yeah. Black Widow's in that chair. Oh, the chair she breaks out. Yeah. It's so boss. That was a six. And they chase down the Hulk. So was, oh, yeah. It, and there's that a great entire basically platoon outside like, <laughs> yeah. waiting to just yeah. blast him into oblivion. Oh, fair enough. Like if, if he transforms into the Hulk, you're going to need that that uh, platoon there for sure to try and take him down. And I've been saying it for a little while. God knows if I'll get to do it just based on time. But before Endgame comes out, I'd love to be able to rewatch the Avengers 
Avengers Age of Ultron. Civil War I'd throw in there just because it is that ensemble. Mm-hmm. And um, you get introduced to correct. Spider-Man and people Black that Man are going to be key later to then also then go and watch Infinity War. So watch those four before going to see it. It's just like, seems unrealistic to be able to watch 20 films before that. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of time. It's been done before, that's for sure. Yeah, true. But I don't know that I have that time. Would love to. At some point or another, you, you, you back them all up. You'd be labouring yourself, though. Yeah. Because you know there'd be a day where you, you're just not in the mood for someone. Yeah. And you're just like, I can't. And that's the one that you're up to, and you yeah. can't skip ahead. Yeah. You're not going to go back, so... Yeah, I look forward to discussing Phase 2 with you. And next week, we can hopefully both have seen Captain Marvel. Oh, I definitely will have. All right. I will have seen it, so we will discuss it next week. Rock and roll. Our next segment is questions from listeners. Today, we have a very in-depth question from Phoebe Kavanagh. Strong question. Good question. Inspired by a question she started, uh, a topic she started uh, discussing with her husband. She's wondering what we think about with this advancement and this continual growth of P- that PC generation that uh, is the content content in gaming going to change and modify and reflect the changes in society particularly surrounding gender equality and it came from replaying The Witcher with her husband where her male character was able to go and selectively have sex with prostitutes right on and so they started thinking, like, are they going to start changing this content to reflect this movement that's happening in society around gender equality? So where do we go with that? Thoughts? Well, let's, let's just... Firstly, how old's The Witcher? I'll have to look it up. Okay. Well, firstly, thinking back to that, Grand Theft Auto yeah. You can pretty much... You can sleep with prostitutes in San Andreas... Mm-hmm. You can still go to the strip club. Strip joint and have a strip and touch them when the guard's not looking. Yeah. And uh, just saying now already, uh, seeing I'm, <laughs> I'm up to the third time playing Red Dead Redemption 2, um, mm. you can go to the whorehouses and the bathhouses and all that kind of stuff. There is no option to make the sex with them. Mm-hmm. And the closest thing it looks like to anything sexual is if you're Arthur and you're in the tub. You ask her to like one of these women to wash your leg, and it kind of seems like uh, a rub and tug. Okay. But it's clearly not because you selected her to wash your leg. Yeah. Your left leg or your right leg. Yeah. But she's got her hand under that soapy oh. water, and the action's not quite rub you down. It looks like a yield rub and tug. The Witcher was released two thousand and seven. So we're talking over a decade. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. So right. this. Yeah. So this. Okay. So the PC movement's been in full force probably for the last. Three, four, maybe five years. Yeah. So, uh, in in a nutshell, yes, I think yeah. we'll because again, it's it's already affected it. I think in Rockstar Games, especially, mm-hmm. you stopped being able to have sex with prostitutes. Yep. You can only go to the strip club. Yeah. And then, you know that was the closest thing you could get. To like watch, not sexual. touch. Yep. And then again, Red Dead Redemption, um, you, the woman helps you bath, but it mm. looks like there's somewhat of a sexual nature there. And it's probably going to come down to other things like nudity as well within it. Maybe yeah. they still maybe have female nudity, but have maybe more male nudity, right. which lacks in cinema as well. And it's just gen- general gender <laughs> equality as well. I that guess. is though because the, the the male genitalia is way more offensive. Than, yeah. You know. Yeah. And not to mention, if you've got a pair of titties in a film, you could still have an M rating, maybe an MA, mm-hmm. but as soon as you've got... Right, it's going up to R, is yeah, it? Correct. Yeah, correct, yeah. Because um, you do see some of those changes with gender equality, for example, you know, when you're choosing a character on a game before you actually get started, whether it's a first-person shooter or um, role-playing, you do have that option of playing as a female character, mm-hmm. like your war stories. We have females in the military, so it only makes sense to have characters even some of the lead characters in games are female now without even that choice but you know as a female gamer you have a choice to have you don't necessarily always choose that but you have that choice to be the female character and they date back i remember playing left the dead which is a zombie game mm-hmm. and it's co-op so you've got four players at all times and there were two females to choose from and it felt like that was definitely trying to reflect society, but also catered to female gamers. Well, still, even at the same time, games like Guitar Hero, you have the option of a chick. Yeah, that's true. You know? And to a lesser extent, not gaming-wise, but you look back at you know movies like Aliens and shit, you got Ripley, who's the main character. Yeah. One of the 
most boss bitches in her crew was, yeah. was a chick who was very, to me, feminine as well as, you know, just mm-hmm. looking like a complete badass, but badass? Badass. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I'm not saying it'll take too much away from gaming in a sense. Mm-hmm. It'll obviously add more elements in the sense you'll probably get more characters of a diverse nature. Yeah. Interesting general. Yeah. Um, Race. Yeah, yeah. Cultural you know, background. All that kind of shit, you know, because most, most main characters in games used to be predominantly white males. Yeah. Um, and if you had, you know, anyone else, they'd be incredibly stereotypic of whatever culture that was, whether mm. it be like, you know, black or Mexican or Eastern European or something, yeah. you know, like, you know, still kind of white, but not really, you know. And it all um, relates to content and context. Like, if you're playing Crash Bandicoot, it's. Not even questioning yeah. gender. Well, even or then, you you had wow. a sister or whatever. She was a, oh, a yes. girl bandicoot or whatever. So we got over. Oh, we 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 moved away from rescuing the damsel in distress. Like well, Peach, is it from Mario? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Princess Peach. Yeah. Princess well, that's, Peach. that's the thing. One of the main characters in Red Dead Redemption. Sorry to keep bringing this up, everybody. You're probably. Oh, we need specific about. examples. So, so Sadie Adler's like the the badass chick in that game, who I actually really wanted to play as. I was like, oh, cool, because like, I got an, an early expansion mm-hmm. where it's like her and the war horse or some shit, but I still don't know how to access that because uh, I'm shit house. <laughs> um, but she starts off as a damsel, but she very much comes into her own. That's cool. Um, so she's like becomes a bounty hunter and she's getting her redemption because uh, uh, the O'Driscoll clan like murdered her husband and you learn that in the first 10 minutes so don't be don't be a yeah, sub, no, Jane. Right. I'm not ruining anything for it. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah you can't play as her but she's very much like even in the western world something that's dated back in the early late 1800s early mm-hmm. 1900s she's perceived as a strong female character yeah um, and they've they've got a diverse cast as well they've got like strong black men strong uh, Native Americans, that's good. Mexicans, all that kind of stuff as well. So, you know, it's. It, I think it's happened for me. I until that was brought up, mm-hmm. I didn't really notice that it was a mm. thing. But if you say, "Oh, with the PC culture," I'm like, I don't even really say that's PC. I just say, that's yeah, the culture, pro- the progression of the world. But yeah. being that I've lived most of my life as a white man and only recently found out my ethnicity, I guess mm. I should probably be looking at yeah. that shit more. So. That's it, and I guess it only comes <clears> up because they're going back. Phoebe's going back and playing a game from 2007 yeah. and that comes up and you're like, oh, I didn't question it. You know, Witcher 3 and all of that's more recent. Mm-hmm. There's still that sexuality to it, I think, but I haven't played it all through to see if that's still an option to sleep with prostitutes. Right. Because it's a sort of, if the Witcher's set back, I'm guessing way back in the past as well. It's well, like I've, current it, day, isn't it? Not to mention, I, yeah, not, not even a little bit. Plus it's uh, incredibly fictional and sci-fi yeah so so sometimes the genre when is it set all of these things have to be considered Mm. but i think long answer short yes we will see a change in how sex and sexuality is dealt with as well as just gender equality in general but do you take that to the other end as well Mm -hmm. like if you have fight scenes between men and women do you, do you still complain about that? Or do you go, well, that's equal. They should be viewed as equals. Like, that, that, that a woman could fight a man? Or... Yeah, but, like, say if the, the, the dude, like, you know, he's smacking around abroad. Yeah. Do you look at that and go, well, that's that's wrong because it's a man hitting a woman, which is wrong. Yeah. But seeing where it's supposed to be viewed as equals, do you mm. look at that and say, hey, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying because if we get, yeah. if, to what extent are we going to get incredibly PC? Because if you want to be viewed yeah. as an equal... Like, you know, don't look at that any differently than a woman hitting a woman or a man hitting a man. And I think it's in the context of, of it's a fight you need to fight, then yeah. you accept it. If it's domestic violence, you don't. Yeah. It's a different thing. Also, when you play as Tomb Raider, literally all of your enemies are men yeah. or some are creatures, but if you're dealing with the military or something like that, they're always men. You don't complain that you're a female fighting well, well, yeah, guys. It's, so. it's like Tekken or Mortal Kombat as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. So, yeah. Yeah, you accept it. Like these yeah. are fighters; they're meant to fight. Their gender, gender doesn't come into it. It's just part well, of the game. That being said, in wrestling games, probably ooh, for a long time now, mm. at least the last ten years, you can't have men versus women. It's okay. Only men versus men, women versus women. Yeah. So that's to the extent there, I guess. Yeah. So. So it's all very interesting. So 
Thank you very much for your in-depth question, Phoebe. I don't think we covered too much there, but yeah. <laughs> oh, we did. We did. Well, which was. We haven't got any answers, is what I was saying. It's, we are not the people who have the answers. It's our perception, sort of. Not really. It's a perception that this will change slowly over time. Over time. We, we are now up to the segment on trailers. Trailers. You and I just watched two together, but I'll just mention two I watched separately. Mm-hmm. Luke showed up the group last night a trailer for Yesterday. Obviously, that's the name of a Beatles song. That is relevant because the film is set in a time where the Beatles never existed. It's quite interesting. It's just very original. He's at a, he's somewhere. He gets picks up guitar. The main character starts singing whatever Beatles song it is. And everyone goes, that is amazing. When did you write that? He goes, I didn't write this. This is... By the Beatles, like who are the Beatles? Like they've never existed in time. Right. So, like, how did does one band from the sixties, maybe fifties, actually influence society over the next few decades? So, what would it mean if they never did exist and we didn't have Paul McCartney, we didn't have John Lennon's story, Yoko Ono, and all these people, and we never had their music to begin with? How does that actually affect society? That's where it's really original, but then the trailer is about him actually just using all of their songs yeah, as his yeah. own. Yeah, yeah, being paid for it, getting the girls for it, and there's the conflict. But I did like that as an original idea, right. especially with so many remakes this year. Another one I saw through Rebel Wilson's Twitter, who I adore, um, she has a film coming out with Anne Hathaway called Hustle. I didn't watch the trailer. You know how they come up on your Facebook feed and it's muted already and it's just playing through. I was watching some of the snapshots of it. And Hathaway is a hustler. The concept is throughout the movie she will teach Rebel how to become much smoother, a smooth criminal, which right. she is not. And the gimmick is all there and, you know, jump over this chair. Anne Hathaway does it. Look stealth ninja as Rebel Wilson, boom, face flat straight into it. Right. That slapstick comedy as well. But I just love... Rebel Wilson, except when she's cast in movies and told to have an American accent. It just doesn't work the same. Earlier, we watched the trailer for the live-action remake of Dumbo. Thoughts? Effects are lacking, (laughs) but I like that Keaton and DeVito were in it. Yeah, it's a good cast. definitely see it. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm already lost with the effects. Yeah, because CGI is a big thing for you. You really need to... Believe it. I am cursed with 2020 vision, Jade. I can't watch something that looks garbage and say, Oh, that was great! (laughs) Show me more! Oh my god, that elephant was so real! Which is why I will never be able to watch Avatar ever, because it just looks like (laughs) You haven't seen it? No, I've seen it, but I hated it. (laughs) Oh man, and you hated 2012. Oh, those waves look shit! Well, why why make a, a big epic disaster movie. Can I ask, have you seen San Andreas then, and did that hold up? Oh, the effects and the acting was mostly garbage, but it was was okay for a comedy I don't know how. You got Paul Giamatti in that movie, and he's slaying it on the B-side of the story, Mm. and then you've got The Rock just basically being an idiot, (laughs) like trying to make a joke of everything. I'm like, someone should have really synced these two up. Anyway, sorry, continue. But Dumbo, I don't even know if I'll see it, but I'll just put that out I'll there. I'll see it eventually. Yeah. I'll wait for someone to have a copy of it, and then I'll casually watch it with them. I won't see it in the cinema, though. Then speaking of remakes, the Pet Cemetery. We just yeah. watched that. You've seen number two. Yes. I've seen none of the above. They we did watch terrified it. terrified me. Yeah, it looks right. creepy. It's Stephen King, um, and it's the official rebirth of the Pet Cemetery world. I don't know if they'll continue doing sequels and stuff, but it's got John Lithgow in it. And yeah, we've seen that. He, whatever that. he does, he, he does it well, so that'll be worth watching. But the trailer looks spectacular yeah. as fuck. Um, I will definitely see it eventually, but I'll probably be incredibly disgusted by it. The yeah. reason I didn't like the first one is just the concept of dead pets just yeah. really upsets me. brings something up in everyone, but doesn't they, it? They make it just disgusting and it, it works. It's what horror should be. It's, it's unpleasant. It makes you uncomfortable. So that's basically the trailers we've watched this week. Of all of those, <laughs> the only one I'm definitely seeing is Hustle for a bit of a laugh. Because we need that sometimes. We have a laugh. Laughter is good. It's the best medicine. Out this week, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Speaking Brie of all things Larson, Marvel. And I don't even know who else is in it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Samuel L's in it probably. 
That's right. The interesting part, it's set in the 90s. Yeah. That's going to be cool. Blockbuster video is going to be Can't wait to hear what the soundtrack's going to be for yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be but cool. But it's just a score if there's some music within it as well. I hope E17's, like, we are the team the, the new breed or some, some of that shit rocks up. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Garbage boy band stuff. Get some new kids on the block in there. Yeah, no, that would be good. Some Nirvana, that'd be cool. Someone called McKenna Grace, or oh, that plays a young Carol Danvers, but um, Jude Law. Ah, that's right. That's Judy. everyone. Judy Boy. And I didn't even realise this. Annette Benning. Oh, yeah. And because it's set in the 90s, Clark Gregg Coulson will appear. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, 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 and right. Uh, I forget how to say his name. Timon. Oh, yeah, the dude that was in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Is he the baddie? Uh, he'd be one of them or something. Because he's, he's a, the baddie in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But we know him from a lot of things. So, but I'm just saying, in the MCU, he was a baddie. That's going to be very interesting. You fuck. That it's something because... Oh, I think Ronan's in it as well, also the villain from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it does have a pretty good cast, now that we're seeing that. Yeah. Um, and then something that is rumoured to actually be released, specifically March 8th, but they're saying March in general... Is season three of Jessica Jones JJ on Netflix? Could be making the return. Yeah, yeah. I've done the best I can to find out the release date, and I'm oblivious. It's just saying March eighth, so oh. It's got the 2019 release, so hopefully. Hopefully it is yeah. sooner rather later. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens, I suppose. But uh, I didn't have too much else down in terms of Netflix films, games. Well, well as we know, Jade doesn't have much time. No, that's right. And I think when Captain Marvel's coming out, that's sort of everything else gets put to the side, right and so on. you get to see that. Yeah, boy. That is all for this week. Thanks again for listening. Send your questions to our Facebook or Instagram, and we'll see you next week. Get some Captain Marvel in you. Thank you for tuning in this week. You can find our episodes on Podbean, not another podcast with two T's, dot podbean.com. And we're also on Facebook and on Instagram with two T's also. We'll see you next week, and that's a wrap.